call for all of us to recognise and acknowledge the fact of occupation, to rethink the received colonial settler narrative. Good afternoon, you're listening to Tallulah on Deadly Justice. Today we will be talking about the Blurred Borders resource and um, we have some wonderful guests on. We have Lindsay Graderex and Naomi Brown and basically we'll be talking about uh, the previous sets of Blurred Borders resources and our newly released resource and essentially these are cards that have been uh, used as a communication tool between communities and government departments. Um, it's a really important kind of communication tool because it uses lots of visual aspects and um, it talks about things that, that might come up in legal settings. Um, so we talk about uh, in the cards, there's three sets. There's bail and criminal process set. Then there's a family violence set and then there's a keep them safe set which is based on child protection and that's only recently been released. So we, we have a chat with Lindsay and Naomi about um, these resources and how they can be used. Uh, and, and it's kind of following on from our previous show which was Aboriginal languages and um, how it kind of ties in as communication and interpreting and, and bridging the gap between um, you know government departments and legal services and... Aboriginal people, essentially. Um, so Lindsay and Naomi will have a quick little chat about, you know, the importance and the benefits of using this resource and how it all came about. And yeah, so we'll take a quick break and we'll listen to a little song and then um, we'll hear from Naomi and Lindsay. We're going to be listening to From Little Things, Big Things Grow by Paul Kelly. People, I'll tell you a story, an eight-year-long story of power and pride. British Lord Vesti and Vincent Lignari were opposite men on opposite sides. Vesti was fat with money and muscle. Beef was his business, broad was his door. Vincent was lean, he spoke very little He had no bank balance, hard dirt was his floor From little things, big things grow From little things, big things grow The range you were working, and nothing but rations but once they had gathered the wealth of the land Daily the pressure got tighter and tighter Karinja decided they must make a stand They picked up their swags and started off walking At Wadi Creek 
They sat themselves down Now it don't sound like much But it sure got tongues talking Back at the homestead And then in the town From little things Big things grow From little things Big things grow Vesty man said, I'll double your wages, 18 quid a week, you'll have in your hand. Vincent said, uh-uh, we're not talking about wages, we're sitting right here till we get our land. Vesty man roared, Vesty man thundered, you don't stand the chance of a cinder and snow. Vince said, if we fall, others are rising. From little things, big things grow From little things, big things grow Then Vincent Lignari boarded an airplane Landed in Sydney, big city of lights And daily he went round softly speaking his story To all kinds of men From all walks of life And Vincent sat down With big politicians This affair, they told him It's a matter of state Let us sort it out While your people are hungry Vincent said No thanks, we know how to wait From Little things, big things Grow From little things Big things grow Then Vincent Lingari returned in an airplane Back to his country once more to sit down And he told his people, let the stars keep on turning We have friends in the south, in the cities and towns Eight years went by, eight long years of waiting To one day a tall stranger appeared in the land And he came with lawyers, and he came with great ceremony, and through Vincent's fingers poured a handful of sand. From little things, big things grow. From little things, big things grow. was the story of Vincent Lignari, but this is the story of something much more, how power and privilege can unmove a people who know where they stand, stand in the law, from little things, big things grow, from little things, big things grow, from little things, big things grow. From little things, big things grow 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 From little things, big things grow
from little things, big things grow. 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 Hi, and welcome back to Deadly Justice for this fortnight. Uh, this week we will be talking about uh, the Blurred Borders program and, um, and the new set of resources that have just recently been um, released. And we have two guests on our show. We have Naomi Brown and Lindsay Greatrex, both from Legal Aid. How are you guys going? Yeah, hello, uh, Tallulah. Uh, going well, thanks. Great, thanks, Tallulah. Thanks for having us. So, uh, Lindsay and Naomi, do you want to talk a little bit about your roles yeah, my title is Community Liaison and Education Officer and my role covers the whole West Kimberley and I'm therefore, my prime um, objective is to deliver community legal education and I do a lot of advocacy work for the mob and, and heaps of other le- legal issues that uh, people are a bit shy to go to other office, offices to and uh, my door's open for, for the locals to come forward and if they've got a any problems with with uh, the legal issues? And uh, I'm quite a new person to Broome. I only got up here in October last year. And um, as you said, I'm a lawyer with Legal Aid. Uh, I have a background in community legal education, um, sort of when I've been working in Perth and in sort of family and civil law issues. And I actually did used to live in the Kimberley, but it was about 20 years ago, but on the east side in Kununurra. So Awesome. So so we're talking about the Blurred Borders resource. And uh, for our listeners who don't actually know what Blurred Borders is, could you give us a little bit of an explanation? So Blurred Borders is a communication tool. We use visual art, plain language and storytelling in a legal resource kit to explain complex legal issue to clients. The resource kit is designed for use by frontline service providers and it's been tailored to Aboriginal clients who regularly cross the West Australian North Territory uh, border in the top end. The legal information provided in it covers both jurisdiction and communicate concepts in a culturally accessible way. Um, it was Aboriginal driven. Um, we did all our surveying, we did all our testing out in the remotes, particularly in the East Kimberley when it first started with Phase 1. Um, and look, the resource kit's gone Australia-wide. Yeah, right. So so how exactly did uh, Blurred Borders come about? Well, it really came, as um, Lindsay said, um, from the ground up, starting in the East Kimberley. Uh, and I know that um, there are a number of people in that region um, across a whole range of different uh, services uh, working in the region, working with um, people who would often sort of cross across the border between the East Kimberley and the Northern Territory. Um, and uh, people were really talking about the fact that, um, I mean, that's where the concept of blurred borders really has come from, um, that, you know, you might cross the border and think that the laws are same in that place or um, you might be able to do the same things over there that in the NT that you can do in Western Australia. Um, but often, you know, the laws are different, um, say around bail, um, family violence orders, those sorts of things, or restraining orders as we call them in, in Western Australia. So there was really a conversation, I guess, from a whole range of different people sort of thinking, well, how, and it really started off as a community legal education sort of concept. So how could we ourselves as workers, you know, make sure that we can understand as best we can what's happening across the border and then support our clients to understand um, the differences that there might be in the NT or Western Australia uh, and what's the best way to go about that. So it really came from the ground up, I think it's fair to say, Lindsay. Yep, that's that's true. And, and the thing at the end of the day is it's just another communication 
tool for for the local folks to be able to communicate with lawyers and frontline workers so they're actually understanding the legal concepts whether it you know whether it be a housing issue or a or a criminal issue in speaking to a lawyer or they're speaking to someone at a shelter um, so it's very important it just breaks down the communication and the resource kit will allow you to communicate with your client by slowing the process down using the vis- visual pictures which our mob are really used to um, and sometimes in community legal education sessions breaking it down so I'm telling a story because most of the students will really get on board when I'm telling a story with all the key messages in it. So there were lots of things involved in uh, the you know the making of Blurred Borders. There was uh, interpreters and, um, and artists and all of this. Could you tell us a bit more about how you managed to get everybody to kind of collaborate in um, creating this resource? Yeah, that basically started in Gajarong um, um, country in Kananara, Miramar Resource Centre. Uh, we met with the Kananara mob and we, we uh, also had some elders present at that meeting. And basically um, we started from there. We, I actually remember um, doing a process map in, in the sand using rocks and sticks. And then we produced this magnificent kit. But the collaboration started in Kananara itself. I brought all the Indigenous staff from other government agencies into the, into the room. And then from there we were able to expand out to the Tanami Desert where the local people gave us some fantastic feedback. Gary Nami, for starters, from from the Balgo community, was a guy um, who picked that we were missing uh, a very important card out of the pack. So they, they in a sense, owned, owned the pack. And then Gary went further and did all the artwork. And his artwork is quite magnificent. So in the whole three phases of the kit, we've used Indigenous artists. We've used um, Lena in um, Fitzroy Crossing. She's a... Um, well, Majari woman from there, and then we got um, got an artist over on the west side. Um, so we were very lucky to to actually get the indigenous people heavily involved in the project from the start. And I guess sort of picking up on what you said too, Lindsay. Um, my understanding from what was happening down in Belgo is that that people were saying, well, that's all very well to so the first the first two kits that came out of blurred borders were bail and the criminal process and family violence, and I guess. The initial idea of the bail one was it was just going to be bail. But what people, in working with people and talking to them and sort of showing them, sort of talking about how things might look and, um, you know, and how might be things might be best presented, you know, people came up with, well, where's the shush card? And I think that's what Lindsay was talking about before. So, you know, where's the shush card? Where's the right to silence card? And so you can't just start talking about sort of bail when people say, well, actually, that process for us, we want to know a bit more. We we want to know actually about the whole criminal process, the, the process prior to that. And so it was really important. So you know the the people working on the ground and um, and um, all in WA and in the Northern Territory on blurred borders were really listening to what people needed and what they wanted to make sure that um, you know what what is actually being created and and um, you know used now was what, what was what people wanted. Yeah, right. Uh, in light of our our last show, um, which was based on Aboriginal languages, it's really cool to see that you've also got an interpreting tool involved in that as well we had uh, an interpreter come in um, last time and actually you know we talked a lot about the importance of interpreters and using you know lots of, of tools uh, as a bridge between you know many different kind of um, situations and people and yeah it was really interesting we talked about how there's lots of miscommunications involved in legal situations and many people get caught up in the system so I think it's really important that we do use 
uh, you know, an easy to understand tool that can be kind of used with both parties. Uh, yeah. And I guess the thing is that Blurred Borders is not, an, uh, is not a replacement for using interpreters. It's to really help um, working with interpreters, with people, with a whole range of different services. And so the way that that's, it's kind of a bit hard on radio, I think, Lindsay, isn't it, to sort of show you something that's really visual. So we'll have to describe yeah. it a bit. But um, the kit has a range of different cards. So they're They've got all different categories of cards. It might be about people and places or conditions or whatnot. And on the back of every single card, there is actually a plain English or description of, of what that might mean. So it might be um, respondent, what does that mean? Um, it might be magistrate, what does that mean? And so the idea, and there was... Um, so Ben Grimes from the Northern Territory, who's a linguist and who's had a lot, who's also, I understand, a lawyer, um, has also um, really assisted you know, with the project to make sure that the words that are written on the back, the descriptions of what, what those images are, can be reasonably easily translated, uh, mm. interpreted into a range of different Indigenous languages. So right. there's a real focus on trying to, you know, really, and I, I understand there's there was quite a lot of conversation about what words should be written on the back of the cards over time to try and really come up with the best you know, the best way to describe um, what that card was about and say who, what that person might do. So what does a magistrate do? What's their role? So I think that's a really important part of um, Blurred Borders as well is is sort of that linkage to, um, you know, trying to describe what um, what those cards are in in plain English. Yeah. Yeah. I, I we did the I did the training with you guys uh, twice now. I did it in, in Fitzroy and I did it at, at our workplace. And what I really enjoyed was the uh, family violence cards because as a community legal education resource, they're so helpful for me to kind of uh, you know, in my role as legal education is the same as you, Lindsay. Um, you know, using those as a tool to kind of define what family violence is is really helpful to have a visual resource to show people what that kind of means so yeah I really I think it's a really good kind of communication tool and and obviously our people are very visual so yeah do we I wanted to have a little chat about uh the new set that's come out could you talk a bit about your new set Okay, so yes, so I, sh- I guess we should say that there the sort of two original resources in Blurred Borders are um, the Bail and Criminal Process and the Family Violence Kits. And the most recent one, which has really had its origins in the West Kimberley, is called Keep Them Safe. And that is a child protection legal communication tool. So, you know, Lindsay Woods and others in the West Kimberley have been very much involved in, you know, talking to people to make sure that, you know, what cards people want or need or whatever um, have have ended up in the kit and it um, we are actually currently in we actually launched the kit the kit in uh, October last year and we're actually in the process of contacting organizations and whatnot to really support the training in the use of the kit so I guess blurred borders was probably originally thought of as as being for community legal education but I guess as we've seen with the other the other kits and how they're being used they're often used working with individual clients 
And it might be in a court process. It might be to show, you know, who's who in a court, for example. It might be in providing individual advice to someone. So the the, the more that people are, are, are using the cards and sort of thinking really creatively about how to use them, we've really seen a lot more use in, in, in different contexts. So... So yeah, the keep them safe really um, is was it has its focus in child protection. Um, Lindsay has been you know instrumental in you know working in the community to you know make sure that again the concepts and whatnot that are sitting in that you know work for people who come in contact with the child protection system. I guess. Yeah. So if I could just add to that, so very cultural appropriate. So road tested out on the remote communities. I like the best part about the, the resource kit is, is the actual process map. And it's beautifully designed and drawn up by um, a local lad here. And uh, he's done a fantastic job. And um, it actually shows the full picture. So, And it, it has a safety scale in which child protection work under that. And it's fantastic for, um, for frontline people to work with the local folks and to explain that this is the big picture and this is where you're at on the process map and this is what we need to do for you to get to this certain level. And it... It really gives a good picture for you know young men and women who who either are about to lose their children or have lost their children to the system to try to make amends and and try to get their lives together and do the right thing to get their kids back under their care or at least their immediate family care so it's 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 fantastic in that regard and i'm I'm quite excited about it. Communities WA have bought over 120 kits already and they're actually used in their daily work. So it's been endorsed by the child protection, and which is very exciting. Yeah, so that consistency also is really important. You know, you can't have like different processes in, in all different kind of organisations. And yeah, it's really important to have that. If, if I could just add in there, Damien Lawford, his family came from Wongajunka, which is just outside of Fitzroy Crossing. Yeah. Um, he's done the fantastic artwork on the process map. Yeah, right. And I guess just one other thing I wanted to pick up on, because Lindsay was talking about the Department of Communities, is um, this this project is incredibly collaborative. So it really, um, the commitment outside of, you know, the project sort of hours that different agencies have put into it's been really important and people in the community as well. So just to mention Aboriginal Legal Service, Kimberley Community Legal Services, Aboriginal Family Law Services and Department of Communities as well as Manawantakura. And then for the original Third Borders Kits, there are also a whole range of other agencies on the Northern Territory side, um, including the Northern Territory Legal Aid Commission, I think it was the Catherine Women's Information Legal Service and other agencies and NAFLs on that side as well. So, you know, that's that's been really important part of the process of sort of coming up with the Blurred Borders resources and also in, in those people being involved from in, in the creation process and talking to people and user testing, it means that, you know, they can sort of see the value and start using um, the resources as well. So we've talked a lot about the benefits of, you know, Blurred Borders and, and how great as a, as a communication tool it is. What are some of the challenges that you guys have come across in using this resource? Well, it's, it's obviously the, the long, vast distances that we have to travel to do the training. Look, it, it, it's all about planning and preparation also, so that's challenges. I mean, you can set yourself a plan to go and visit a community on a set date, but, you know, how things work, something will pop up, a funeral or a death in the community, it, it, that'll put your plans off, or, mm. or it's the wet season. So th- th- that's part of the challenges, but and the challenges is just trying to 
keep the steering committee group together over the last three years with all the staff coming and going. So that's been very challenging. But we've been fortunate enough that the actual project itself has been governed from Perth where we've got permanent staff and Tamali Howard over in the East Kimberley and myself over in the West and and, and personnel like Naomi helping us uh, in the team, we've been able to deliver this program under very challenging circumstances because because of the staff coming and going right right throughout the project. So if you look at the actual um, first steering committee that started this project, there's probably two people out of about 25 that are actually in the area. So that was the most biggest challenge. Yeah, so we, we have the same challenges on our outreach. You know, we try to catch one person and they're not around because they've got other commitments and obligations. And then also we just had to cancel our last Fitzroy trip because the roads were closed. So, yeah, we experienced the same challenges. And, uh, yeah, it makes it difficult for people to then, um, first of all, get representation and then let alone the other barriers such as interpreting and, and communication. So I, I can, yeah. And, and And the essence of it is to try to get local people trained up and using these resources because they're going to be there for the next 20 years and that's that's that should be what we what we should be looking for finding the focal local people who are going to be here in the next 10 to 20 years train them up in the resource and let them use it because they're always going to be here and if you've got liaison officers similar to like myself working for your organization they'll always be there they can be trained up and all these new staff that come and go um, you know, they'll be random, they'll come and go, but at least you'll have that one um, focal point who will always be there. Mm, yeah. And the great thing about that, and particularly, um, you know, as people come and go between organisations, the more consistently the resources are used across different organisations with the same clients or customers or consumers or whoever they might be accessing the resource, um, you know, the, the the more that they can actually sort of go, well, actually, I know what you're talking about now. You know, mm. that's that's actually about two-way communication. So it's actually sort of saying, well, you know, you're you're you've got an, a chance. You know, you've you've actually used this, had this resource used with you quite consistently. And so, um, you know, I've we've made sure that as as service providers that we do the best that we can, so that people get sort of similar messaging because it's their lives and they get to make decisions about their lives and it's our responsibility to make sure that the communication two-way, both ways, is is right and works for people. So, I mean, that's why, you know, the training up with service providers and people in communities who actually helped create these resources, who could see the value in the resources, is really, really important. So what kind of cards can we look out for in the Keep Them Safe kit? What kind of things will be in there? Well, one of them is, is there's a message stick on there and, and I use it when I'm talking to people who tend to be shy and you'll ramble on for one or two minutes trying to explain something. They urgently want to ask you a question and they politely won't. Yeah, yeah. So what I do before I start the interview or the session with them, I'll place the talking stick there and I'll say, you tap that if you need to ask me the question and that means I'm gonna, you're going to politely ask me to stop. And I say, I've got no issue with that. It actually works. Because if you leave it one, two minutes, they've actually forgotten what the question is by the time you finish talking, and it's empowering them to have a say. Mm. So there's other cards there that say, speak up, you know, you have a right to speak up, because again, a lot of our people have misconceptions that, um, or de- the department ha- makes the final decision. In some cases they do, but other cases the magistrate makes a decision. So it's mm. very important that we empower our people to be able to, to speak up and understand they have a right. 
Um, we have cards there that encourage them to, to remind them on, you know, you have to make your appointment, you have to do your visits and that sort of thing. So it, it, it's, the resources are very good at breaking that down and just empowering them to speak up. There's another um, resource I, I remember from the training and that was the wallet card. Could you talk a little bit about the wallet card? So I guess just going on from what um, Lindsay said, you know, those cards that are important, say reminding you of the timing of something that maybe you need to go to an appointment. Maybe there are certain things you need to do to make yourself safe or to have a safety net around you. Um, maybe there are certain things you need to go to. So maybe so if if the child if it's a child protection matter and it's and it's in court, then you actually have to go to court, although or go to meetings which are around signs of safety. So really taking the cards and taking the same visual images from the cards and making they've been made into small stickers and the wallet card is is a card that has um, your name the names and phone numbers of someone who's important that you need to contact your lawyer and you can also put the stickers on the cards just sort of as a as a prompt as a visual prompt of oh, I need to do this or I need to remember to do that and okay I've got to write down the date for doing this or so it's really you know it's a really stressful time it's really stressful they're really stressful things to talk about there's a lot of words going around there's a lot of legal words that you know you you've sort of coming into contact with all the time the real the idea really is to just support you when you walk away to go what actually did he just talk about what did she talk about what was that all about and to use the images again that you've had in that meeting with with the lawyer or the paralegal or with Lindsay or whoever it might be when you look back later you think oh yeah that's right I remember what he was talking about in that so it's really a helpful reminder I mm. guess of stuff that has been talked about or stuff that you might need to do and it's basically just a little cardboard card thing that you stick in your wallet so that you can look at it every day you pull your wallet out so I think that's really I think it's really helpful you know people to be able to visualize that stuff every day and uh, the other way we've seen um, the cards used too which has been really great is you know as we we're saying we we're saying about the you know the legal process and a lot of those ideas that you know they're they're quite we, we, we don't want to come across the law in our lives. Let's just be frank about that. And, you know, when you're suddenly dropped in the law, you think, oh, gosh, what, what does that word mean? What do I have to do? And so we've actually seen the Department of Communities use the cards and, and the images in a really fantastic way. In um, there's, a, there's a document that comes into the court uh, in the child protection system, which is basically a written proposal. And what we've seen starting to happen is, as well as having the written words around you know, these are the sorts of things you might need to do. These are the sorts of things you might need to think about. They're actually also using the visual images of the cards alongside those things, like for timing or go to a meeting or whatever it might be, to to sort of follow that process of communication through to probably, you know, to that complex legal document so that, you know, it is a bit more accessible or maybe an, uh, another reminder or a prompt because that image means more than all the words on the page, particularly when you're really stressed, I think, too. You know, it's much harder to take in information. Plus they're stickers and stickers are always fun. <laughs> yep. Stickers are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wanted to chat about this as in where we can access this resource. So you've said that Department of Communities use it. So basically it's open for everybody to use. Absolutely. So there's the three, so, so there's the Keep Them Safe Child Protection Legal Resource that we've been talking about. There's also the Bail and Criminal Process Blue Borders Kit and there's also the Family Violence Kit. They are available for anyone to use. You can actually get to the, the images and the words on the cards through the Legal Aid website. If you Googled Blurred Borders, 
um, you'd find that part of the website that actually is 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 about this project. And you can actually, if you want, you can download posters of those cards and we've known people to do that. For example, Banksy Hill Youth Detention Centre, I know, downloaded a whole range of different A4 size, so big picture sizes um, for laminating and putting up on their wall so that when young people are in in court in Banksia Banksia Hill, then they can actually look at the wall and go, oh, who's that talking now? Because the only person they can see is the magistrate. So putting uh, all those images up on the wall saying who's who, then at least someone who's sitting with them can say, oh, the prosecutor's talking now or that person's talking now. So that's actually available for download from our website. You can also buy kits and it's really just cost recovery you know we just can't you know we just we don't make any money from them but we just you know we know there's a lot of demand so we just need to um, there's a small cost so that we can actually keep creating and producing the kits and yeah as I said a lot of that information um, and those resources are available on our website too. And in terms also of like uh, train the trainer kind of stuff how do we get kind of access to you know, being able to get you guys out or somebody out to do some training and get people trained up. I know you spoke about it a bit earlier, Lindsay, but uh, so what What do we kind of go through to get that to happen? Yeah, so we're, we're just advertising uh, now for Monday the 23rd of March um, from 9 to 11 or 2 to 4 or Friday the 27th of March 9 to 11 or 2 to 4 and that'll be like a, a training session and then after that they can they can grab the kits and, and use it for in their workplace. And, and of course, there may be organisations that might want us to go to their place and we'll be happy to do that. So, you know, in the next month or two months, we're hoping to train up as many organisations as we possibly can across the entire West Kimberley. Yeah, no worries. Yep. So what can we look forward to in the future? I don't know, sort of... Um, the program's sort of not stopped at the moment. We're, we're, we're looking at um, licensing matters. Yep. So we could be delving into maybe a bit more in extraordinary driver's licensing and remove life, disqual- life disqualifications. Which seems to be a big issue up here. Well, yeah. well it is, you know. And, and sometimes it's about helping young men and women to get a job, particularly with extraordinary driver's licensing. And, mm. and, of course, getting that job, you know, they put a meal on the table for the family. Yeah. And... and uh, people become role models all of a sudden once they have, once they have a license so it's very very important but you know we, we can't confirm yet if that's that's coming but there are a few things in the pipeline which we just can't actually say that it's it's uh, it's happening for sure but can't you know, confirm just no. yet <laughs> um yeah so we'll, we'll look the program just it was always just going to be bail and criminal process yeah and as we went along we've extended further out to family domestic violence and now we're phase three child protection and those last two they they basically generated from grassroots levels and that's what the local people were saying we understand you're here for the bail and criminal process but what about these other two things they really matter yeah and you know child protection it's a huge issue in the kimberley Mm. you only have to look at the stats it's a it's a worrying concern and if we can all play a part in trying to decrease the amount of kids in care i think that's very important that we keep that keep fighting the fight yeah, Blurred Borders seriously has expanded over, over very, you know, l- hugely over the last couple of years. And um, 
we're we're doing pretty well for three sets at this point mm. and um, hopefully we look forward to some more in the future. Yeah, I think we're really lucky to have had um, the Attorney General's Department has been really generous in sort of funding the third set, which really is a Western Australian only sort of kit, the child protection one. But that doesn't mean that there hasn't been interest right throughout Australia, really, mm. Queensland or the Territory, everywhere, to try and just sort of realising that, well, there are other ways to try and communicate complex legal messages and you know this is this is really um, helpful for people in the two-way communication so yeah hopefully it will keep sort of expanding because you know there's been a lot of um, call for all sorts of different areas of law that are of interest so yeah you can put me forward for a housing one I'm very passionate about housing in the Kimberley so hopefully that's on the cards (laughs) pun intended (laughs) um so, yeah, thank you guys for, for the interview today. It's been really great having you guys on the show and um, really important and hopefully a good promo for the new set. Uh, if anybody's looking for some, some help in terms of legal stuff and whatever else, feel free to contact Lindsay and Naomi on... 9195 That's Legal Aid WA Office in Broome, Napier Terrace. No worries. Thank you guys for coming. Uh, yeah, we've had some good chats. So, thanks. Thanks, thanks for having us. So we're just going to listen to a song to take us out. We'll be listening to Talk by Khalid. Just talk, can we just talk, talk about 